Good morning. Welcome to the services from First Baptist Church of Stillwater here on this Sunday morning, June the 14th, 2020. Uh, just a few announcements I'd like to share and then we'll open God's Word together this morning. Uh, we've been working on plans to regather as a congregation, to worship in person, uh, and we will continue to put that plan together, uh, hopefully finish it in this week. I do want to make you aware, if you haven't read uh, this weekend's paper, not yet, you'll find that there's an article explaining that here in Stillwater we had no uh, cases of coronavirus for some quite some period of time, and then we've had 27 cases show up in the last week. Uh, so this is uh, something that we will be considering and looking at in the next week or two here. Uh, some good news, I think, for us as a, uh, as a church uh, we've been planning to uh, work on the lights in the auditorium, change them over to LED lighting, uh, and replace some of the uh, lights that no longer work. And we've been waiting on parts, uh, parts that haven't arrived for a long time. And interestingly enough, these parts were coming from China. But the parts have finally arrived, and uh, Harrison Electric will be starting to work on those lights here this next week. So they'll be work done in the auditorium. And when we do get to regather as a congregation, we will have new lights in the auditorium. Uh, so those are some things that I just wanted to share with you. Uh, we want to keep in mind our ongoing prayer requests this morning. Uh, we pray for those who have lost loved ones recently. We pray for those who have, uh, have had uh, folks in the hospital, folks uh, that uh, we want to be praying for. We want to pray, of course, for those who uh, have coronavirus and are in the hospital here in Oklahoma. And uh, we thank the Lord for those who are recovering. We also want to pray for our nation right now as we continue to have uh, situations happen in cities. You may have read of what was going on in Atlanta last night. And so we pray for our nation. We pray for uh, those who uh, feel their voices need to be heard and we pray for the situation that oftentimes leads to violence. And uh, we, uh, uh, we're concerned about our nation. Uh, we're concerned about people who need to feel, need to believe that they are fully accepted society. We know that this is what the Lord would want. And we know that Jesus taught us to look at all people the same, regardless of who they are, and to remember that Jesus loves us red or yellow, black or white. We want to remember these things. So would you bow your heads with me, please? We go before the Lord in prayer. Almighty Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for watching over this world. And Lord, we know that you are with us in our daily lives, our daily walk with you. Father, we ask that you'll be with those who are uh, grieving. We pray with those who are recovering. We pray for those who are suffering from coronavirus right now. We pray for those who've lost loved ones to this uh, virus. Father, we uh, ask for your help for our nation in these days. Uh, help us, Lord, to seek justice and help us to seek righteousness and mercy above everything else. Father, we love you. We thank you for sending your son Jesus to be our Savior. And help us today as we open your word and look at how the love for Jesus worked in the lives of those first Christians. Guide our thoughts now, for it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Would you take your Bibles and open them with me this morning to Acts chapter 2, 
Look with me at verse 42, Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And in the New International Version, this is what we find in this passage, that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, and selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. And every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and joined the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. We've been looking at the day of Pentecost, at Peter's responsibilities and his stepping up and preaching on the day of Pentecost. We've uh, looked at uh, the results from Pentecost. And now we see that Luke has recorded for us what life was like in those early days. Now, there's a lot in this passage that I read that we could look at this morning. And I want to have us focus specifically on one thing this morning. So in that first verse I read, where it describes what is going on, that they're devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, which is what the apostles learned from Jesus not just about his teaching in his lifetime, but how he interpreted the Old Testament. They are sharing what they learned from Jesus. Uh, they are devoting themselves to fellowship. They're devoting themselves to the breaking of bread, and they are devoting themselves to prayer. And that's what I want us to focus on this morning, that they devoted themselves to prayer. I believe that prayer is at the heart of our fellowship as Christians. And I believe it doesn't matter where we are in this world, whether we are gathered uh, in a, a church setting, whether we are in our homes here in North America, whether it is in any part of the world, Africa, even Russia, even China, even in Europe, in Australia, wherever in the world people might be and they are followers of Jesus Christ, one of the great characteristics of our fellowship should be that we are people of prayer. Now, in our particular situation, in our situation here in Stillwater and Oklahoma and across the United States, we're dealing with a pandemic. And the effects of this, as you know, have caused churches to be closed, the church buildings to be closed for people to meet online in their homes. And that is the nature of these days that we are living in. People are having to stay inside, avoid contact with others. Uh, and at the same time, we see that many people are not doing that and it is having impact upon the pandemic. But here's some things that I want to say to you about being in prayer, uh, being the church that God has meant us to be in these times of the pandemic. The first thing I would say to you is that these pandemic times cannot separate us from God. It cannot. The truth is that we can pray wherever we are. We don't have to be at church. You know, the early apostles, as they uh, shared the good news about Jesus in Jerusalem, as they went out to Samaria, as they went to cities such as Antioch and Rome and uh, took the gospel message to the Gentiles as they continued in 
their work in the days ahead from this time, we know that they relied upon prayer. Prayer was a daily part of their life, their following Jesus, their uh, desire to share the gospel with everyone. We know that God was with them wherever they went. And they didn't have church buildings in those days, but most important, they had the presence of Almighty God. We can pray. We don't have to be at church. We can pray knowing that God is with us. We need to pray depending upon the Lord. And of course, when we are in difficult times, we hopefully realize that we must depend upon God even more and more. We need to pray in this way, Lord, give us this day our daily bread and expect that the Lord will provide for us. He will be with us. He will surround us. He will lead us. He will guide us. We need to also pray in these days in such a way as to deepen our walk with the Lord. I truly hope that your prayer life is such that it's not just a few words and then on to something else. I hope that in these times of pandemic and times of uncertainty that we are relying upon our prayer life to deepen our walk with the Lord. You remember the hymn that says, Draw me near, near, precious Lord. Take these days and these times and your challenges and what you wonder about and what faces you and say, Lord, I want to be closer to you. Lord, I want to think about you from the time I wake up in the morning to the time I go to bed at night. Lord, I want you to guide me in my relationships with others and the things that I say and the things that I do each and every day. And we need to, in prayer, focus upon these pandemic times. Our nation does need prayer. Our nation's always needed prayer, but our nation especially does in these days. And by our nation, I mean our fellow citizens, our local leaders, our state leaders, our national leaders. We need to pray for God's will to unfold in these days for us to remember that as we focus upon God, that He is working in these days. Another thing I'd like to say is that these pandemic times that we are living in can't stop us from being brothers and sisters in Christ. We may not be sitting next to each other this morning, but we are still in a relationship with Jesus Christ. We may not be able to see each other every Sunday right now, but you know, there's something that we do have available. Of course, prayer and praying for one another, but we also have some technology that we know as the telephone. We have technology that we know as our cell phones, our computers, our laptops. We even have the possibility of writing letters to one another. And I think that this time that we're in, we can use, avail ourselves of all these technologies to stay in touch with one another. Maybe there's somebody that you're really missing from your Sunday school class. Maybe you could just pick up the phone and call them and check on them. Maybe there's somebody that you wish you'd been able to see over the last few weeks. Maybe you could get in touch with them. Maybe we could check up on one another and see how we're doing. And I would also encourage you to let the church office know of prayer requests and of things that are happening in your life. Uh, keep us aware of what is going on. And uh, we would love to hear from you and love to pass it along. And 
Let our deacons know how to pray. Let our Sunday school teachers know how to pray for you. You know, a church that is connected to God always leads to a deeper connection with one another. That's how we're designed to work. And so one of the things that these pandemic days can not do for us is to stop us from being brothers and sisters in Christ and related to one another in Christ. Another thing that pandemic times cannot do is they're not going to last forever. For God has something greater planned. We need to remember that history is moving in God's plan direction. And it may be that right now we look at all the events around us and we wonder what is going on and what is happening. But the Lord knows. I'm not saying that the Lord is causing everything to happen that is bad, that is a difficulty, that is a challenge. But the Lord is able to use these days and work them for something that He has planned. Romans 8.28 says that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Uh, And the Lord is able to take even the days that we're living in and ultimately bring His will out of them. You remember this fall, our study on Nehemiah, we looked at how God brought Israel, brought His people back to Jerusalem and reestablished Jerusalem as a city that was His place and His plans. And the reality is that while Nehemiah and his people didn't maybe see it in their days, the truth is that a Messiah was coming. And a Messiah was coming to Jerusalem. And God was going to unfold that in the centuries after Nehemiah. We know that the Lord promised that He would be coming again. We know that when Jesus left this earth, He gave His followers instructions on what they were supposed to do and to continue to do until He returned. And we know that He is going to return. We understand this, that our Christian worldview includes this thinking, that the greatest event in history is the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ. We know that His life has changed this world in a way that no other individual ever has. We know that God can use our days to advance His kingdom. And that's what we believe and hold to as Christians. We believe that human life is important to God, every human life. And we believe that God is moving all this world toward His great conclusion of history. We don't know when that's going to be. We don't know exactly at what time that's going to happen. It could be that that calendar and clock in heaven is moving toward a conclusion for the earth. And in that case, we know that God has something greater planned. In John 14, Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. And that should give us hope this morning. That should speak to our hearts. Let's remember that the pandemic times that we are living in, they don't separate us from God. They can't stop us from being the church and being in relationship with one another. And we know that these times won't last forever, that God is at work even in these days. I encourage you to continue to dig deep into God's Word this week. Look at this passage where we will be coming back to it next Sunday. And I look forward to having you meet with us next Sunday morning. Um, Pray for the Lord and pray for His return.
pray for revival to come to our nation in these days. Would you bow your heads with me, please, as we finish our time together in prayer this morning. Almighty Heavenly Father, may our trust in you continue strong. May we believe that these days belong to you. Father, may you bring a greater good out of these times that we are living in. May you bring justice and righteousness to our nation. May you bring us revival and reawakening. And Father, as a church family, keep our hearts close to you. Continue to speak to us in this week, for it is in Jesus' name we pray. May the Lord be with you in these days ahead, and may God guide your steps and make you a witness wherever you go in these next few days. May the Lord bless you today and be with you always.